I turn the stove on, I put nothing on, and then I walk away, and then I question what I should do for the day. And something in my head's like, hmm, I don't know, feels like you should be doing something. And then I walk over into the kitchen and realize, oh shit, you know, either the stove's on, the oven's going, the fridge is open, the door is open. If you've known me for a while now, maybe you haven't. What up? My name's Ryan. I'm 23 years old, and I live a chaotic life. I'm a crazy bitch, and I want to be doing whatever the hell I want, but stuff goes wrong. I thought on this episode, we would go through all my failures that I've had since graduating university. Graduated in April of 2021, so it's been almost two years since then, but no one prepares you for the feeling of when you walk off that stage and see everyone you just spent four, five, six, seven years, however many years you're there, once you walk off that stage and you see us all in that mob together one last time like you did during Frosh, you're on your own after that. And I don't mean that you're on your own in a sad way of like, no one's gonna remember you. I mean it in the sense of we kind of work as a unit when we're in an institution like getting a degree at university or college or high school. We're all a part of something and we kind of have a commitment to this thing. But then once you're done that, it's up to you to figure out what's next. And so a lot of us struggle once we graduate to know what that next thing is because up until that point, it's kind of always just been decided for us. You really don't understand how much you've been guided and assisted along the way, whether it be by your parents or whoever. I'm an only child. So imagine what that felt like. I don't have siblings to relate this to. I don't have people to look who did this ahead of me. You know, like how is your life shaped to be once you graduated? I didn't have that. I felt very lost. Both of my parents never went to university. No one in my family did. We're in a completely new generation with social media that it allows us to see what everyone else in the world's doing. I can't even focus on what I'm doing because I'm so concerned about what everyone else is doing. Feels like I don't even care about what I'm doing because it just matters how I compare to everybody else. But in our parents' generation, before they even had social media, they never thought that way because the internet wasn't a thing and taking a government job or a job with the city or whatever job was awesome because that's all they knew and that was okay and it paid the bills. But now, once you graduate, you have a degree, but who's going to hire you? What are you going to do with it? Unless you have connections, it's really hard to get far. And so having social media show us all these people who are like a part of the one or two percent who have extraordinary lives and who picked up drop shipping or who started a business, who got into real estate, who is a social media manager or is an entrepreneur or an engineer and they're so ahead of the game and they're traveling and they're making businesses and memories and they're going to race. How are you supposed to digest all that when your life is simple? Like I just wake up and have coffee with my parents and hang out and like get a couple things done and take my dog for a walk. That's normal life once you graduate, but we can't see that. So it makes my simple life seem kind of fucking shit, okay? It seems like everything in my life is so mundane and so boring. Why does it seem so easy for everyone else to be having the things that I want? But there's so much that is left out. I am not established right now. Rent's cheap if you still kind of live in a dorm, but <laughs> but it's true. I don't have a door. Me and my roommate, who I love dearly, we have a hole between our rooms. Literally, you're just moving into a box and figure it out. And it's, it's not as easy to get a job using your degree than it seems. I'm going to give you a little recap of my time since graduating university. You know, I want to start a business. I want to have a podcast. I want to make content. I want to talk to people. I want to share stories. I want to make a difference. 
all this crap. Life isn't linear. It's going to change a thousand times. And if you're not allowing it to change, then you're holding on to a narrative that isn't meant for you. So right now, this is what I want. This is what I wanted for a couple of years. So I'm working at it. But what you don't see is the hours of editing, the hours of planning and thinking and how many podcasts I've started and then never posted and rethought the idea and told my friends about this idea and this idea. I'm starting this business. All my friends, kudos to you, man. You have heard me change my mind and talk about a new project every goddamn week, which is awesome. But two years ago, it scared the shit out of me because I really wanted to do all these super fun things, but it was overwhelming. Like every possibility and adventure and scheme that I could think of, I was thinking of it. I was journaling it. I was literally writing like poster size papers, taping it to my wall and just writing out all my ideas. How could I fill my time till I die? Like it was so overwhelming. I was still reading books like How to Choose refuse to choose, how to know what's meant for you. I was so lost and we've all felt this way, feeling directionless, purposeless. We have to make the decisions now. I have to be the one to choose what I want to do with my time. I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know how I feel. And for someone who didn't like making a lot of choices or decisions because it felt too overwhelming, too many options, it was extremely overwhelming. And so I surrounded myself with friends, people who were also feeling this way, you know, just being open with the fact that like, oh my God, I am so struggling right now. I have no idea what to do with myself. Like we all felt that for a while once we graduated. So it's It's important to keep that in mind if you're still in school, wherever you are. All these shitty feelings, like a lot of other peers your age are feeling it as well. It's like a wave of emotions that we're going to experience throughout life. We're in the period of after school, so we're figuring out ourselves. And then like there's going to be the getting into serious relationship. We're having a family, getting married. Like it's going to come with different kind of aftermath of feelings. So it's really common. Isn't it comforting to know that you're not alone in how you feel? Other people are feeling these ways and feeling like life's just going wrong. They never expected this. They didn't plan this. Like Disney Channel did not get you ready for this. But if people are talking about it, let's see what comes from it. And if there was a podcast for when I graduated two years ago that would have told me these things that it was okay to feel the way that I am and not assume that I'm the only one. Couldn't be anybody else, just me. Everyone else has it figured out. Everyone else is doing well. Everyone else is smarter than me. Everyone else is prettier than me. Everyone else keeps in touch with everyone else better than me. You know what? No, that's not true. If I were to have known that everyone else was feeling this too, I think that would have made me feel a lot better. It would have felt like I could take a breath and that I don't need to be going so fast that I can slow down because at the end of the day, it's not about the result. It's just about the journey and enjoying it while I'm living it happening. And it's like so cool that I'm going through this phase of life. But a couple months ago, I felt so goddamn directionless and it comes in waves. And when you don't have structure or routine or someone to tell you that this is right and this is wrong, you just feel like, okay, now what? I I I don't know what to do with myself. It's normal. Girl, it's so normal. And I just want everyone to know, I just want everyone to know how normal it is to be lost in your 
early 20s, late 20s, 30s, at any stage in life, it's okay. And the more we share these type of conversations, identifying and discussing the bad thing isn't a bad thing in itself. It's just not the end of this chapter yet. You're still working through it and we're figuring it out and that's okay. My journey since graduating started with me feeling like I need to get the hell out of Dodge. So I was in Ottawa, moved back in with my parents and I decided that right away, you know what, I'm going to give a go at backpacking. We're just going to wing it. We're going to pack literally my entire life's worth of things in a backpack. Don't know how I did it, but I did. I did. And we're going to go meet our friend Jess in Mexico. And that's exactly what I did. I didn't even want to acknowledge my thoughts once I graduated. I need to have something to look forward to. That's all I can focus on. And this is my purpose. So that's why I went backpacking because you don't have to think about how one chapter of your life's over when you got a whole new one right around the corner. So like, that's my tip for avoiding. Don't do it. A lot of that trip was running away from my own thoughts and running away from everything that I had that I now was just trying to push away, ignore, ignore, party, go out, talk to people. Like I got drunk so many times and would just ramble to people about my life and wake up and be like, why did I say that? Looking back, I could see the things that I was struggling with. Overcoming a really difficult relationship, overcoming some of the things that happened to my physical self during that time and my mental health and accepting that I didn't really know what I was coming back to when I would go home. Like if you keep running, then you never have to see where you came from and go back to the starting line. Just, just keep going. Just keep going. And that, that was my mentality. But so many times did I find myself really lonely or really sad or overly trying to party and go out so that I could avoid all of the negative, all of the confusion, all of the sadness, all of the work that I still had to do on myself. I was just running. I love meeting new people and being adventurous, being a yes girl, saying yes all the time. Like no one knows me. Like I can be whoever I want. That's fantastic. But that will only last so long until you start to realize oh shit, who knows me? I've created this persona, which is a part of who I am. And it's such a big part of who I was at that time, but it wasn't me. And I remember one time I actually had COVID and I decided I was going to take mushrooms. Don't do that, by the way. <laughs> like this is horrible. But I had COVID and I decided to eat shroom chocolate. I had to leave the other person that I was with and go into my room. And I just freaked out, like literally freaked out. I was hallucinating. I thought I was dying. I like kept meeting myself on the edge of death. And the overall theme was that who knows you? Like, what are you doing? Like right now you're in Mexico in some random person's condo and you're high as hell on shrooms and you have COVID. Like, how did you get here? What are you doing? Who knows you? I just, I kept thinking like, who knows you, Ryan? Who knows you? Everyone that I'd spent the past couple months with, like they knew this version, which is me, but they didn't know me, like my soft side, my vulnerable side, like the side that needs attention, the side that forgets things, the side who like just likes to giggle and laugh and or the, or my serious side when like I can be serious and I can say no, but these people didn't know 
know that. And so it just was super overwhelming. And I was like, what the hell am I doing? I knew it was time for me to go home. So I booked my tickets home and I had still a few more weeks to wait until one, my quarantine was over, but two, until my flight. I find that by the end of my trips, they kind of seem a bit directionless. Like I've had my fun. I met the people I needed to meet and experienced what I had to. But then it feels like, okay, I'm ready to go home. So it kind of feels like you're wasting time. And then I go home and I just feel my time with more work. Just work, work, work in a restaurant, serve, host, deliver pizza, whatever you can do, make money because we're going on the next trip. My roommate, Annika, we would call, we would scheme. We were planning a group trip for our friends. She's amazing at planning things. And I was like, okay, let's put all my focus onto this now, our new scheme. It's always one scheme after another. And I was never stopping to focus on the real things that were burning inside of me. And like, I know what those were. Like I was really caught in the past and this narrative that I had for myself and feeling like I always had to show up as this crazy fucking bitch because I don't know I needed to be seen like I was so stuck on this chapter that I had lived in my life and a lot of me existing was to just like cope with that going out partying talking to new people like just being the craziest version of myself was important because it put emphasis on like this when in every other aspect I I was just so sad I had a lot going on with my dad getting cancer when I got home from my first backpacking trip and like having to take care of him was super hard like my focus then went from working all the time to oh crap, I have to survive taking care of a parent. And like, they might not even survive. So it was like, okay, I have no idea what my career would even look like. I have so many things going on right now that I have to focus on. So there was just one hurdle after another. By the end of my second trip, again, it felt like my purpose there was over. Like I had my fun. I experienced my things. I made all my content. I did everything I wanted to do. I learned Spanish. I was busy. I was focused. I had a purpose. And then by the end of it is when I wanted to start a podcast in a YouTube channel but I was really second guessing myself like I had my friend Sarah come visit me in Mexico for two weeks and a lot of that was healing for me and her because we were trying to figure out what was going on in our lives and figuring out our next steps and for me it was realizing that like holy shit I have spent the past two years conveying this confidence and this I've done so much and I've traveled and all this and I'm on the right path. But I was like, now after it all, all this shit that I did, all this traveling, all this plans, it was all a coping mechanism to do with what was inside. And what I came to find out was that there was a lot of insecurity, low confidence, questioning my own actions, not trusting myself. Like I wouldn't be able to post this podcast in June or sorry, in May when my friend came to visit me. No way. But I didn't even know that because in my my head. I was like, oh my God, I've been playing this character. I'm saying this so I can be completely honest because I want this to evoke conversation within your own brain. Like it was a fucking shot to my ego to realize that like I was saying I wanted to do all these things to Sarah and we recorded a YouTube video, a podcast, all these things. She was trying to help get the ball rolling for me, but I realized that I was stuck because I was like, oh shit, like what do I really want? Have I been doing all these things for a deeper purpose that was more extrinsic than intrinsic? And I was like, holy shit, I have a lot of work I still got to do. I still had so much to do. And a lot of it came from caring about what others think because I was being a character. So I cared what people thought about the character. But if I stop being the character and I'm just me, I like that version. Like I like myself. I like who I am. That's not the character. So I'm like, okay, if I can just be that and I and I like her, then it won't matter for me to start posting stuff. But I can't keep being this character. Every experience we've ever had 
dad ties together to form who we are now. And I was just too stuck on that. And it was almost like I had to let that version of me die because I cared what people thought about her, the yes girl, the Beyonce. And it got me a lot of places in the past and it made me feel good and feel recognized. But like, that's not me. I'm Ryan. I'm right here. And that's just who I am online, who I am to the people I meet. So it's like I had, I realized that I needed to get back to who I am when no one's watching. So what I did after Sarah left was I spent two weeks alone. I locked myself in my room. My friend Eric thought that I had died and would knock on my door every day thinking I was depressed. I was to an extent, but I knew that it was for a reason and that I had to do a lot of internal work in order to figure out what I was going to do next and how I was going to get there. So I spent a lot of time alone really thinking and like really just thinking it over with myself. Okay, do I give a shit what people think? I love myself and like I want these things. So I have to take a chance on myself and trust myself. And since that time alone, a lot of growth has gone down and a lot of it came from just posting stuff, just showing up more as me, like the weirdo who likes making videos and just posting it. And like, if you know me, you know these things about me. I'm just a silly, goofy gal and we all have our silly, goofy sides. I think I read somewhere that it takes 80 hours to secure like a good friendship. Okay. You would need to spend 80 hours with me. Do you want to do that? I don't know, but now you can. Now you can. I don't mind being the guinea pig to show people that this is all the fuck ups I did. This is all the times shit went wrong. I was depressed. This is what I was sad about. This is how I overcame it. Because I don't know anyone else sharing that online in my area or the people I know. This will get to the right people and it'll help them. So this was kind of the chapter when I was in my apartment in Tulum. It was supposed to be all this exciting time, partying, beach parties, clubbing, meeting people. Like on my first trip in Mexico, I was in Tulum for a while and I was comparing it to them, you know, still comparing everything to to my old narrative. And this time it was really hard for me to accept that it was just going to be me. It was going to be quiet. And I was going to do a lot of thinking. Yeah, I'm in a beautiful town in Mexico and I paid a lot of money to be here, but I just have to do this. Like this was something I needed to do. And from the outside, I had told everyone that I was going to be in Tulum, inviting people, having fun, but that just wasn't the stage in life I was at anymore, honey. Shit changed. Shit hit the wall. Plan changed. And internally, I knew I needed to work on myself. And it's not going to be exactly how you think it's going to be. Like after four months of traveling, I thought that I would still want to keep going, but I didn't. That's okay. Because this is just kind of the narrative of how things went for me, you know? Like, And so then from there on, I started posting online. I started posting about travel. I started realizing, okay, one post, two posts, three posts. No one cares. I'm okay. The world isn't ending. It's like all of these preconceived beliefs that you have about, well, if I did the thing that I really want to do, like so this will happen or it won't work out. Well, yeah, have you done it? Did you do it? If you haven't, then you'd never know. If I start this podcast, will people listen? I don't know. I just have to. I just have to start. If you want to create a page where you talk about personal finance or you want to be a personal trainer at the gym that you go to, but you're too afraid to, like you just need to take the baby step or at least start considering that the thing that you actually really want is attainable. But for me, it was like that that belief was what was holding me back. I knew I wanted that. Like since I was a kid, I ever since YouTube came out, I knew that I wanted to be a YouTuber. That was it. That was it. But I would tell people like a veterinarian or like a firefighter because in my head, actually being a YouTuber didn't seem realistic. Like I'd actually have to do the work to become there and everyone else's opinions was what was holding me back. So it's like once I could let go of that and just stop giving a shit, it literally set me free. It unlocked a version of myself that I'd been holding back 
back for so long. Like this version where I just want to make videos and I just want to talk to a camera and I just want that to be my thing. But nobody knew that it was my thing because I could never do it because I was scared. It's like whatever that thing is. Like if you're really good at cutting hair and you're too afraid to start posting all your pictures of like your at-home barber shop that you're doing to all your friends, like no one's gonna know that you're super good at cutting hair unless you just start posting it. Like it doesn't, you don't need to have 100,000 followers right away or there doesn't need to be an end goal. If there's something about yourself or there's something that you believe you're good at, you just need to start putting it out there because other people will see it. And I just didn't know that. Like I didn't know that things do follow once you start taking those steps. People message me like two to three minimum a day for travel tips and advice or to tell me how much they liked one of my videos. Like it's super cool. I'm not even posting travel stuff anymore and people are still asking me questions because I have set myself to be a person who knows about travel. I just had to start putting myself out there for people to know. But if I didn't, no one would ever know and no one would ever know that I like travel or that I love talking about it or that it brings me such joy. All these things. Like if you really love playing guitar, I want to see it. Like post about it. If that's what you've been up to since you graduated, start posting it. No one's going to know that you enjoy acoustic covers and start sending them to you to play unless you let them know. That brings us to my second trip coming to an end. I go home, I fly home, and I go to BC, and I'm on another trip. I'm getting a lot of my flights canceled, baggage lost, all these things. I'm still feeling lost, but I go through another summer, and I'm working at a restaurant, starting to realize that the restaurant industry is not for me anymore. There's a lot of narcissistic people in that industry, and it's really fucked up. And then I moved to Montreal. And up until this point, I've been doing a lot of internal work. I've been journaling. I've been planning out my life, all these things that I wanted to do. But I decided to take a chance on allocating to Montreal and living here for one year. After running for over a year and going on these two really big solo trips, as you've heard me say, it's kind of accepting that I was running, accepting that there's things I need to work on and that it's okay that I feel lost and it's okay to need to ground yourself and find balance and find a person purpose again to reevaluate what your purpose is because once you graduate you feel purposeless but for me you can do growth but there's like essential things as an adult that you need to know how to do for example how to feed yourself properly how to make sure that you're drinking enough water how to organize your banking system how to have a system with your wallet and your cards and your keys and like not lose stuff and just be like secure in the basics can i be able to wake up in the morning and like take care of yourself because when you're in university things are moving so fast and you're focused on school so it's okay if you neglect your basic human necessities but then once I moved to Montreal I realized that I needed to work a lot on the basics like I didn't have a wallet I didn't have a purse I didn't have anything my cards were all over in a random bag my keys were over here I never had anything that I needed and I had insane mental breakdowns like any meme you've ever seen about a mental breakdown that was me because I was neglecting Collecting the basics. You got to get your emotions in check. You got to start feeling stable and feeling good about yourself because you're running and you need to address it. I got on my medication and it literally, I have a video of me and it literally thought that I was on Molly. Like I was ecstatic. Everything had clicked again. Everything was going. I felt stimulated. Like I was finally able to do things because when you're traveling, like you're traveling and experiencing stuff, you're not doing admin work or you're not doing like this and that. So I was doing these things and realizing I am struggling. So I had to get back on my ADHD meds and it's not just been going out and having fun and 
hanging out with people. It's been a lot of alone time, a lot of reflecting, a lot of up and downs, a lot of realizing how broke I am and questioning again and again and again if this is for me and if I should move home and what am I doing? Like, it's not perfect. Shit has gone wrong. I have cried underneath my desk multiple times and my roommates will sit with me and I love them for that. But I've chosen to, one, pick stability over uncertainty and being a nomad, which I love and I will return to one day, but I had to find a home base and I had to relearn stability and discipline and surround myself with people who I knew knew me. And I would think about all my friends who really knew me and I was so terrified of losing them while I would travel. So like me being in Montreal was a really secure way to nourish those friendships. And it's been really crucial to my self-confidence is knowing that I have people who know me and respect me, but the version that's real or as real as it can be and not the version that everyone else knows because they've only met me for a week or two. It was like suffocating knowing that people don't know me or it was suffocating and like uncomfortable knowing that people think they know me, but they don't because I don't even like that version that you think you know. I like me at some point throughout this story or podcast, you can relate to something and implement that into your life because that is the best way to learn. And that is how things truly impact me is by hearing other people kind of phrase together how I'm feeling or relate to something or touch on a topic that I haven't heard someone else talk about or like just be real. If I could hear someone else talk about all the shit that they went through and kind of like the the storyline of how they got to where they are, I would be intrigued. This is the reality of a 23-year-old who graduated two years ago, went backpacking, solo traveled, someone who's ambitious and always tried hard in school. But as you can see, it has not been perfect. Shit has gone wrong and I've had a lot of struggles and all that you as an outsider have known is that, oh, she went to Central America. She's having fun. But look at all the other stuff that's happened. Look at all the other internal things that I've thought about. Like it's just to put into perspective that we're all such intellectual, deep humans with our own narratives and that talking about things is okay. We're allowed to be open and real and connect with others. And I really want to hear about your experiences. If you have something you want to share, if you relate, comment below, send me a DM. I want to know. If you leave this podcast a rating, I will shout you out in the next episode. I will give you an entire bit of its own, okay? I'm not kidding. I just really need to get this podcast going so I can get this out there. The good, bad, and the ugly. That's what I'm promising to you. That is my guarantee. Leave this ish a review. Send me a DM, comment, like, subscribe. I hope you all can learn something from this. Share with your friends, anyone who needs to hear this. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you listening. Like, I hope you know that. I am so overwhelmed with love and gratitude and all the support. It's been fantastic. So if you're listening to this, shout out to you. Shout out mental illness. I'm gonna put my dick in a bag of Doritos. No, okay, if you know that song, like actually shout out to you, but life's not perfect. Shit goes wrong. And it's how we pick ourselves up after that. That counts. That's my little spiel for today. Thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you next week. Bye guys. I love you.